I really wanted to do a meditation this week about Reiki and about moving energy through your hara. And I sat down to do it and I realized that my neighbor's smoke alarm has been going off all day. And I ignored it because I had headphones in, right? And it's still going because it's probably the neighbor that's never home and doesn't realize that their smoke alarm has been chirping for like 10 hours, right? And I'm thinking, well, I, sh- I should just quit and take a week off. I can't record with such bad audio, you know, with this chirping in the background because I'm going to be saying something and, and leading this meditation and it's going to chirp and then I'm going to have to say things over and over again. It's going to take me forever to edit. And I made this big story about it. And this is not what I teach to do. Um, so I... <laughs> to overcome this. So what we're going to do is not the Reiki meditation that I want to do that focuses on moving energy through your Hara. We'll, we'll do that another day when I can actually promise some decent audio. And since I feel bad that you're probably going to hear some chirping in the background, I'm going to make this one free. And we're going to call this the meditation for when everything is fucked up. Because <laughs> this is when you <laughs> I laugh at myself here, but this is when you need meditation the most. So by definition, these these things that I kind of lump into one category, yoga and meditation, right? Yoga is the absence of the fluctuation of the mind. You know, meditation is the absence of the fluctuations of the mind, which I can give you a whole hour about that subject. But the point being is you, I'm not going to use the word should, I'm not going to should all over you. Uh, but you you should, you you could, if you so choose, you could be able to meditate under any circumstance. And I remember this movie from when I was a kid, City Slickers. I think it came out in 1990 or 1991. But part of the movie in the beginning, and I, I'm not going to ruin too much. This is an old movie. It's, it's kind of a funky movie uh, in retrospect. Anyway, but there's this female character in the movie and she's got headphones on and she's closed her eyes and she's meditating. And there's like this stampede happening all around her. And I remember even as a kid and I'm like 10 years old when this movie, maybe 11 years old when this movie came out, I remember thinking, I want that. Look at that woman. She's just tuning out the stampede. She doesn't even know it's happening. She can't see it. She can't hear it. She's in her own peace. And, and I still think of this like 30 plus years later about watch the movie City Slippers. You'll get what I'm saying. And I think in reality, you you would know there was a stampede happening. You would feel it, you know, you would feel the vibrations on the ground. But that's the state of unbothered that we want. And personally, I'm going through something where it's kind of become harder and harder to record this meditation because of the noise level where I live and work and it's out of my control and people are going to be what people are going to be we're not going to change them right so i can't change the fact that my my neighbors are just like letting their home go uh shall we say and i can't change the really uh disturbing amount of construction noise that i'm hearing with i even had earplugs in this morning and it was something outside in the neighborhood and then there's also construction inside and it's, it's all kind of a mess and it's stressful on the nervous system. And I think that people are more and more understanding that the nervous system and its health does have a lot of power over our experiences. 
And so does the story that we make up about these experiences. And so this is going to be a very imperfect meditation with imperfect audio. And I'm going a little off the cuff here because the point of meditation is to be able to do it even when things are fucked up. So welcome to a meditation for when things are fucked up. And I try not to curse too much because I try to clean up my speech and practice saucha, one of the limbs of yoga, which I use it to purify my speech. But for once, I'm going to give in to the potty mouth and we're going to make a meditation for when things are fucked up. So find a comfortable seat and I'm dead serious here because I think there are a lot more stressors in modern life than there need to be. And it could be noise. It could be the noise level where you live. And you could just be a person with a nice house in a nice neighborhood and no chirping smoke alarms or construction noises or whatever it is. You could just be a mom who's overstimulated, you know, or, or, or dad or anybody. But you could just be that mom who's tired of hearing, mom, 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 right? Um, but how do you find your peace when you have, you know, the kid that won't shut up and stop yelling, you know, mom? What do you do? Uh, when life is just very stressful and you could only find one minute of your day for breathing and centering. And maybe it happens to be when you're eliminating in the morning, if you get my drift. So now that you've found your comfortable seat, and I usually like to give people a little extra time to find their comfortable seat, you can sit, you can lay down, it doesn't matter. The important part here is that we're going to push through this meditation. And we're going to do this in such a way that you get it in your head that you can meditate when things are fucked up. And I I did this the other day and centered myself during a particularly noisy morning in my house. It, It wasn't quite quiet. You know, I woke up in the morning and I got through my yoga practice okay. And I got through a couple sips of coffee and the noise began and I tried to sit and quiet my mind, even though it wasn't quiet around me. So that's what we're going to try to do right now in this meditation for when things are fucked up. And let's start by just setting the intention that when things are going wrong, I will not go with them. Take a deep breath in and hold and let it go. And hold. And a deep breath in. And hold. And exhale. Keep exhaling. And hold. Inhale. And hold. Exhale. Notice with each inhale and exhale and hold, it gets a little slower, maybe a little more challenging. And yeah, maybe there's weird noises in the background. And maybe there's a kid screaming, Mom. Or maybe you hear a sound outside that concerns you. 
just keep slowing down the breathing now. Take a deep breath in. And hold. And slow and deep, let it out. And out. exhale. What we just did was a skill called box breathing. It does not require, or I call it also by its real name, Sama Vrchi. Vrch. I call it also by its real name, Sama Vrchi. And the box breathing is inhaling for four counts, holding for four counts, exhaling for four counts and holding for four counts and doing it all over and over again. You may be hearing the smoke detector chirping in the background. And that could be for you as you continue just breathing on your own. That sound may not be the smoke alarm chirping. It may be a barking dog. And as one of my yoga teachers always has said, there's always a barking dog. There's always a chirping smoke alarm. There's always a kid screaming, mom. There's always a phone call. There's always a thought. And our challenge as meditators who want to practice a meditation, even when things are fucked up, is to let that shit go. And as hard as it is, I think these things are here to teach us. Yes, the barking dog is irritating. Yes, the kid is irritating. Yes, the, the tripping smoke alarm is irritating. Yes, the sound of the motorcycle in the background, irritating, but there's a choice. And if you've ever studied far enough into A Course in Miracles, you know that there's one lesson that says I can choose peace instead of this. So right now set an intention as you continue to breathe and slow your breathing. Set an intention to choose peace instead of this. This becoming entangled with the things that are irritating. Breath in and out. And in and out. Knowing this is all you really have to do in order to meditate. You can sit in the middle of a crowded airport and breathe in and out and you're meditating there's not a quota to hit it, it, there's not a rule that says oh you have to 
sit cross-legged and stiff and upright and meditate for at least 15 minutes in order to be a meditator. No. I reject that. I can meditate standing in line at Walmart. Just breathe in. Breathe out. Set an intention, even when things are fucked up, I can quiet my mind and I can inhale and exhale. When you're standing in line at Walmart, you don't have to close your eyes. Just inhale. Even if it smells and exhale. nobody's paying attention to you and nobody cares what you look like and being a person who stands calmly and aligned at Walmart just simply inhaling and exhaling is a much more positive behavior than a lot of things you'll see in a Walmart so meditation, according to Yoga Sutra 1.3, meditation is the act of involution or going inside. Nowhere does it say that you have to find a silent, noise-free distraction-free environment in order to meditate. Now, I haven't read through every sutra yet, but I'm pretty sure this is what we're here to master. If meditation and yoga are the absence of the fluctuations of the mind, it is the fluctuations of the mind that we begin to get rid of, or we slip into a space where they are absent, and we begin to do this by ignoring barking dog, chirping smoke alarm, construction noises, the whining kids that we have, we begin to go inside and stop worrying about what's outside. All that matters is what's inside. Meditation is the act of involution or going inside. The first step in meditation is to observe one's body. For this meditation, we very basically observed our breath. We can control our breath. We can use Sama Vritri, or box breathing, which is when we breathe in for four counts, hold for four counts, exhale for four counts, hold for four counts, and then do it all over again. That's one way of controlling the breath. Another way, very special way, is to work up to becoming the observer and observing the breath. Today we're just using the breath as a tool, a point on which to focus as you breathe in 
and out. Just because everything's fucked up doesn't mean you have to become entangled with it all. Breathe in. Breathe out. Everything that's fucked up is outside of you. Breathe in. Breathe out. And you know everything outside of you is what's fucked up because what's inside of you is perfect, whole, and complete. Take a breath in. Take a breath out. crashing down around you, you can find peace inside of you. It's always there. It's a home you can return to. Inhale. Exhale. Notice if you're accepting what I'm teaching or if you tense up at some of these ideas. Do you accept that you can still meditate when things are fucked up? Or do you reject this idea? Or do you merely continue to find it challenging? All of this is okay. Breathe in. And out. Breathing out any judgment you have about your meditation practice. Breathe in acceptance. Exhale any resistance. Use these disturbances as your catalyst to go deeper within as you continue to breathe on your own. continue to focus on finding that peace inside despite external circumstances. There's no perfect place to practice. There will always be a barking dog. The skill comes in where you decide not to let it bother you and you choose to practice anyway and deepen your practice and deepen your breath. Thank you for coming to this meditation today. I hope it helps you find peace anytime shit's fucked up. Jai Bhagwan.